The whooping and hollering that is going on next door is... Maybe maybe all the the action at Trickstar goes on earlier, and I'd, I'd just never, you know, coming in at half nine... Every morning, I'd just ne- I'd never seen it. Normally, when I come in at half nine, there's either some sort of ugly geezers in there uh, talking about football, um, or there's no one in there apart from Jay. Jay's just on his own, shouting out into the void. But today, there's numerous women. There was shrieking, whooping, hollering, hijinks, some sort of I guess sexy horseplay going on in there. I don't know. Maybe it's a pillow fight. I don't know, but it sounds... I mean, it sounds like he's running some sort of, like, Brighton version of the Howard Stern show in there, from sort of Glory Days Stern, where he'd have, I don't know, some strippers in, sitting on some sort of giant vibrator. Maybe that's the direction Trickstar are taking it for 2019, and God bless them if they are, because Christ knows they need to take some sort of direction. They can't continue on in the path that they're going. I mean, that is only going to lead to ruin. The site where he rode to ruin. I, I, you know, if if I was, to, you know, if I was in charge of Trickstar, what would I do? Well, I'd probably put a, um, I don't know, like a sign outside, like a sort, like those kind of, you have to be this high to ride this roller coaster sign, but one where it was, you know, you have to have an IQ of such I mean really it was sort of I mean there'd probably only be a couple of DJs left but maybe I would just put some sort of lock on the door that was solved by a very very simple maths problem that was really quite explicitly explained on the door but the sort of mouth breathing knuckle dragging Neanderthals that play like the trance shows and the baseline house shows they're just being like trying to headbutt it, you know, trying to trying to bite it, trying to bite the lock off, eventually just shattering their little little trickstar teeth. Probably a little bit like uh, when they run out of booze in Moe's Tavern and Barney, you know, Barney already sucked the tabs dry. Cut his gums out pretty bad. <laughs> Baseline house DJs will be bleeding from the mouth and legs. For no reason trying to get in eventually you just have to come around and just sort of with a trolley like a sort of bring out your dead situation where you just roll them onto the trolley and take them down to the end of the pier sling them off best thing for a man anyway i don't know what the fucking hijinks is all about it was uh it's i, I, I don't think you know maybe they're maybe they're discussing um Maybe they're discussing the Australian bushfires and having a gay old time, whooping and hollering about it, um, because they they genuinely believe that Australia's not real, and so they're they're laughing at the lengths they feel some people will go to uh, to perpetuate a lie. Um, of course, I I don't. I'm only joking when I say uh, that Australia's not real. I've been there, you know. I've basked in its glorious sunlight. I've paid the extortionate prices uh, for everything. Uh, there and I've listened uh, to the comic accents of its inhabitants and I'd, it, I enjoyed it all you know I, I enjoyed it all I've swatted uh, in the places where you would swat um, I've seen the true hol- horrors of uh, surface paradise I've beheld um, 
very strange uh, things. A uh, promoter offered me his girlfriend. I politely declined. That was confusing. She, uh, God bless her, um, not a lot going on behind the eyes. You know, you know what I mean? A little bit like, I'm not saying she was trafficked, but, you know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, anyway, look, guys, enough of that. Christ on a bike. Um, what day is it today? Wednesday. What does that mean? Uh, what does that even mean? It means we're halfway through something, but what? But what? Anyway, we'll work it out because we're friends. We're lovers. We're something other people just wouldn't understand. We're going to coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra potatoes. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Sluggy. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Um, Joe has uh, asked, did I wrestle a croc uh, after 12 cans of Forex? Uh, and I've sadly, uh, you know, let him in. That only really happens in adverts and, uh, and in movies. And actually, I get very upset when you ask them about Fosters and uh, putting shrimp on the barbie and um, uh, crocs. There are no crocs. In America, I mean, Sean, Sean Simpson, he's in the chat. He's um, Australian. He'll let you know that there's they don't even drink, they don't even have beer there, really. Um, they generally, they generally drink white Russians. Uh, in in Australia, that's the sort of the national drink, and they drink a white Russian, sometimes a black Russian at Christmas. Um, but there are also there are no crocodiles. Again, that was fictionalized by Hollywood for the film. Uh, I think it was called um, Stuart Little. And uh, there was a crocodile in that that was the main character and he drove a sports car. And that is generally where the myth of the croc in Australia comes from. But um, it is the main crocs that you would see were the crocs on people's feet. I mean, it was really the real crocs were the croc friends they made along the way. <laughs> oh, God. Um, what's going, what, what the hell is going on in the world? I don't know. It's too early. Um, Seventeen hundred bats invade tiny flat and start fucking. That's a pain in the ass, isn't it? Jen Mills covering that. Jen Mills every day, more and more, trying to look like a BuzzFeed journalist. God bless her. I mean, I guess you got to have a goal in life, haven't you? It might as well be something as pointless and unhelpful as that. Uh, Seventeen hundred bats invade tiny flat and start mating. These, they are. Jesus, that is a big batty pile on, and, and no mistake. Uh, let's uh, let's get these little fucking Jesus. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, you would not want to find that behind you, uh, behind your cabinet, would you? You know, behind your chaise long. That would that would put you off living in your flat, having to deal with the the noise and the stench of seventeen hundred. 
shagging bats slinging dick across your living room slinging dick across your laminate floor it ain't about that life you know what i mean that is backcountry and and no mistake uh having a mouse in the house is bad enough okay look at all that bat shit you could make uh, plates out of that isn't it that's one thing i learned from ace ventura pet detective uh they found their uh anyway one family had to contend with something far spookier they found their flat invaded by 1700 bats uh, who chose a high-rise building to become their love nest uh, the bats wanted somewhere warm and cozy to mate in, as well as hibernate uh, for the winter season. Uh, they found their way into an enclosed balcony and settled down everywhere, including cupboards, drawers, and sacks of vegetables last week. Uh, look, um, what, did they do this while their family was in bed? Or while they were out at the shops? While they were in the Weatherspoons? How quickly can 1,700 bats get into a flat and set up shop? Photographs show hundreds of the creatures crawling over one another, many of them young, at the tower block in the Ukraine. Okay, so in the Ukraine, this is starting to make somewhat more sense. Um, no offence, Ukraine. Uh, bat scientist, no offence, line marks. Uh, bat scientist, uh, Dr. Andriy Taras Bashtar, who was called in to deal with them, said, They were engaged. It's a Ukrainian accent. They were engaged in what the bats do at this time. Fucking. Right, wow, they really, yeah, they're just getting it done, aren't they? It's the mating season. He said, the owners had placed an urgent call to remove the bats because the shaggings keep them up at night and that uh, we counted them as they were removed, 1,700 of bastards. He posted, all were alive. And they were often together like this. So we began picking them up, they began crawling away. It was such fun. <laughs> Ah, it was a fucking laugh, I tell you. And it, honestly, I've never had a better day than that dear 1700 bats got into me at this fucking loft apartment and start fucking and that. We had to go scoop them out of the fucking bin bag. Oh, I tell you, I'll never forget it. But 80% of them were young, judging by the teeth. Okay. Uh, they were in a cupboard. They were in drawers. They were in a cavity behind the wall. Uh, there were 200... Uh, 200 were in each of the two sacks of vegetables which the owner stored for the winter. Wow. Okay, so really, you know, oldie-worldie times in the Ukraine. God bless them. Uh, the bats were everywhere. Everywhere. I understand you cannot believe this. I wish you could have seen the faces of the apartment owners when they began to carry them away on that lake. He was in no doubt this was the record for the number of bats in such an invasion in the Ukraine. Is this a regular thing? Tower block apartment was ordinary. Um, but the bats saw it as an ideal place for their winter hibernation. Uh, the bats first flew on balcony about a fucking week ago. The owners were afraid to go on a balcony and hoped that the bats would just fly away and that. Turned out, uh, the first pair attracted the others and that. Before you know it, it's a fucking bat orgy. Within a week, they were gathering in record numbers. Their screams could be heard all over the block. <laughs> uh, you could just imagine this poor, terrified family like, huddled in one of the back rooms or something while 1,700 bats just bang each other's brains out in the other room. God. Um, Dr. Pashta ensured that the bats were released alive. Took four hours to gather them right cheek and we're in that leak. Yeah, it's rather, it's rather mild now in, in Lviv. 
So I'll pass the relation to the wild and they'll just have to go somewhere else and that cause can he stay here, man? They're not paying any fucking rent and that like rent's expensive enough around there. You know, I know it's not as expensive as trying to live on the King's Road in Chelsea or anything like that type, but why would you want to fucking live there? What you in a fucking reality show or something? Fuck that. Anyway, I'd rather have a flat full of fucking bats and be unmade in Chelsea. Oh, with that Spencer lad, I know he don't drink anymore. What's the fucking point? Uh, checked other balconies in the same apartment block, uh, but all of them piled into this one bar, piled into this one balcony. The owners have now closed the gap, used by the bats to access their balcony, he said. <laughs> so have you closed the gap yet? Uh, no, uh, Dad says he's going to do it next week. Right, you should get on that. Yeah, no, he's, he's drinking. He's doing drinking day to day. God knows he needs it. Mm. Mm. Oh, Snips. So beautiful and beady, our eyes. One day we'll be lovers and dancing hand in hand. On a beach in Rio, we'll be barefoot brides. Guys, uh, Kiss, frontman Gene Simmons, of long tongue fame, uh, puts ice on his cereal to keep the milk cold. Um... Where are you keeping the bodies, Gene Simmons? Where are you keeping the bodies? I think that, again, a scenario of me being king slash totalitarian dictator. If I was a, if, if I was Donny T, and I decided like that's it, no more democracy. I'm I'm taking I'm I'm this I'm going to deal with this. This is. Stuff has gone too far, yeah. You know, I'd put Iran on the back burner for a little bit. I'd be like, right, okay, Gene Simmons is putting ice on his cereals. Within seconds, within seconds, the Pop Pop would be around there seizing his hard drives. You know, really, you know, tearing his life. To, you know, where are the bodies? You know, where are you keeping the kids? I'd, you know... You'll be, what's he doing on the dark web? I'll be all over that. You can't go around putting ice on cereals. It, no, 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 no. Like, we're going into World War Three, and he's putting ice on cereals. The fucking Nora. When it comes to food, oh, Dominic Smithers, my boy. When it comes to food, everyone is different. And we all, I don't know whether or not it's worth reading this. Anyway, Gene Simmons has tweeted multiple pictures, photos, saying... Anyone else but ice cubes in their cereal. He's trolling. He has to be trolling. He's like, he's got a new social media manager in. And they're, they're like, listen, Gene, sales on Kiss merchandise are really down this season. And if you want to, if you want to extend the the mansion by another acre, which I know you do, because you need to keep all your all 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 your other Kiss merchandise and you know your tongue accessories in it, and you want to keep this, you, you, all these traffic children that you have, uh, you know, in the cages. You, you, you need somewhere to put your ever-growing collection of abducted children. Uh, you're going to have to make a bit more money. Yeah, you know, so I'm going to suggest a quite aggressive social media uh, uh, campaign of viral content, um, a divisive viral content. So we're thinking ice cubes on cereals for the first one. Just test the water with that, see how we go. Uh, great news, Gene. Gene, great news. Made the lad Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lad Bible. Yeah, yup, yup, yup. Sales of fake tongues through the roof. 
brilliant stuff. Crazy Nights, top of Spotify charts. Crazy, 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 crazy. Crazy Nights is a happy-sounding song. If you listen to the lyrics, it's terrifying. Um, a Million Ways to Bury You Alive. It's one of the lyrics in that. It's a dark, dark line and an otherwise happy-sounding song. Uh, the most unhappy, uh, I was sort of, there was a thread about this on Reddit the other day. It was like, what happy sounding songs actually, when you listen to the lyrics, are not happy? And You Are My Sunshine is one of the most, dep- when you listen to the lyrics, one of the most tragic and depressing and just gut wrenching songs you've ever heard, um, which is about someone, about the pa- crippling pains of unrequited love and uh, someone who was loved incredibly dear- dearly leaving, not coming back and then being with someone else. <laughs> it's fucking rough. Barney the Dinosaur singing it to people in orange jumpsuits and Gitmo. That's why it's doing them in, I guess. Yeah, that's a bit torture for you guys. Look, enough of the serials, enough of the depressing songs. Let's play some shoe throwers. Mampy Swift's got an album out and it's got some bits on it. Uh, Let's have Dogs of War from Mampy Swift's Victory Rose LP, which is out now on charge. And I suggest you go out, say if you've saved up enough pocket money uh, to buy it, then spend your pocket money on it. If you haven't, then steal money from your mother's purse. Uh, but do go out and buy Victory Rose LP by Mampy Swift. <laughs>
decent outro as well. Mampy Swift, fucking class act as ever. Ah! Right, good. There's some other nice bits, actually, that I've got uh, in the locked in an addy chamber. Uh, 800 by Distorted Minds and Inside and Foe. The Syndicate by Akov uh, and Bilian. Uh, Sinking by Anai. Uh, Fabric by Blick Barrel. And The Storm, original mix by K. So I look forward to listening to those later, and by God, you should too. Drunk passenger asks men to join her in Mile High Club before headbutting crew. Uh, look at the cheeky wench. British woman has been jailed. She's been jailed after a four-hour rampage during a flight from Abu Dhabi to Manchester in which she headbutted and kicked passengers and the cabin crew. What a raggy bitch. Uh, Good-looking raggy bitch. Uh, These press shots. Again, what's going on here? Like, is this part of her modelling portfolio? She's got to be pleased with that. I mean, if that's her outside court, she's got to be be pleased, hasn't she? But probably less place with the prison sentence, but we'll see. Demi Burton, 20, who was drunk on red wine during the nightmare, four and a half thousand mile journey on May 9th, had asked male passengers to join her in the Mile High Club and made crude comments about them having mid-air sex. Oh, poor guys. Poor, poor boys. Oh, dear. Oh, I, I, let's set them up a Just Giving page. Yeah, I would, I'll contribute to the cost of their counselling. Poor boys. Wow. Uh, after cabin crew refused to serve her more alcohol, she replied, you might as well just land the plane now then. <laughs> Before angrily raising her fists and going berserk as 259 passengers looked on. Staff on the Emirates flight tried to calm Burton down, only for her to headbutt and kick out at them during a violent struggle. Now, it does say something about any person, not just a young lady, that they turn to the headbutt as an option, you know? I mean, recently, obviously, there was that video of the gentleman on the train who turned out to be an off-duty police officer headbutting the aggressive man. I mean, that, that was... I mean, he had both the guy's hands and was able to really pull off what, what really is the perfect headbutt, which is where you can pull the person towards you as you you go in. I mean, that uh, that is a real... Like, I mean, that's like a career-ending headbutt for the... I mean, that's you You will irreparably change their face with a headbutt like that. Straight onto the bridge of the nose. Gong! He's gone down like a sack of smashed twats. That, that's what you're after. But, you know, you're a young lady on a flight and you turn to the headbutt. She... You could tell she'd be a biter, a scratcher, a hair puller and an eye gouger and potentially even a fish hooker. She's... she's she may even have a shiv on her. It eventually took six crew members and passengers to restrain her. That's pathetic. That no, no. It should take one large man, if that one normal, one average man should be able to deal with that. If an average man cannot deal with an aggressive young woman, then that average man needs needs to have a word with himself. Uh, it eventually, t- you know, on a f- flight situation like that, you know, if someone needs to be restrained, then you just you've you you know. You're just going to have to roll your sleeves up and get it done. Uh, a consultant, anaesthetist, travelling on the flight, who was bitten on the elbow. She's biting elbows! Fucking hell. And headbutted. As he helped to restrain Burton, claimed it was worse than working in A&E. 
Put her lights out. Put just you know, just slip it in under there. Slip that one in behind. Oh, squeeze! She'd be gone in four seconds. Uh, one stewardess was bitten on the forearm and headbutted around the chin. <laughs> Damn. Other passengers were kicked in the ribs and face and headbutted in the cheek. <laughs> she's she's targeting some quite niche areas: biting elbows, headbutting cheeks, headbutting chins, kicking ribs. Air stewardess, Fozia uh, Nayam, said in a statement, It was a stressful situation, uh, but whilst I managed to remain calm and professional, it is not acceptable for crew members to be treated this way, and not fair on other passengers to witness things like this. Uh, Burton, from Carrington, near Manchester, had been travelling home from a three-month trip to Australia, where she'd been visiting family. She claimed she had been drinking, and she had a fear of flying. All right. Um, at Minchell Street Crown Court, Manchester, she was jailed for six months after she admitted being drunk on an aircraft and five charges of assault. The incident began shortly after flight EY21 had taken off from the United Arab, Arab Emirates. Burton initially denied any wrongdoing. Okay, worth a try. Uh, defence lawyer Martin Callery later said she is thoroughly ashamed of herself and because she is remorseful, she is utterly embarrassed at the way she behaved. Is completely out of character as far as she is concerned. Uh, however, Judge John Edwards said the behaviour at the very least created the possibility of endangerment uh, of the plane and its 259 passengers. Anyway, um, people in the comments section are as rabid as ever. Joseph Suarez says, Dirty chav. Okay, there is a no actual... Uh, e e there is no actual description of her social class. Um, she, I mean, that looks like it could potentially be quite an expensive jacket. So, I mean, I would say that throwing up the middle fingers to the press potentially could be deemed a chaff move. But, hey, who knows? Anyway, uh, Michael McWilliams. She looks like a right chaff. Okay, all right, we're going to stick with the chaff. Let's have a look at Michael McWilliams, though. Uh, you look like a right bell. I don't know if it'll let me in. Uh Look at that. Look at those wraparound shades. There's a, you know there's a ponytail behind that. That's not cool, is it? Wow, 29 notifications. Uh, I haven't checked Facebook in two or three weeks. God only knows what sort of horrors could be lying in there. God only knows what horrors could be lying in the Lobster Crew Facebook group. I, I haven't checked it in, I don't know, almost a month. Does anyone who uses who is in the Lobster Crew Facebook... Look, if anyone who is in the Lobster Crew Facebook group that deems themselves to have... doesn't deem themselves to have a high moral code, but deems themselves to have a moral code which is somewhere... If you if you would say zero between 0 and 10, 10 being, I guess, kind of Gandhi, latter years Gandhi, not college years Gandhi, um, and 0 being... Stalin... Uh, I want looking for someone at about three. So anyone that would put themselves on the spectrum about there, uh, who would like to be an admin of that group, because occasionally I check in and it's madness in there. It's Sam's losing his mind, just kicking off at people. Other people are posting weird shit. Someone, I need someone to moderate it because I, I don't really go on Facebook. Um, yeah, I don't really go on Facebook. Yeah, I'm vegan. I do CrossFit. Um, so anyway, get in touch on Discord, not on Facebook, if you are insane enough to want to be a, uh, an admin of that group. Uh, anyway, back to these comments. Um, Jeff Smith, what a vile dog. 
John Wareham, amazing how no matter how much of a scumbag someone behaves like, it's always, quote-unquote, totally out of character, according to their lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you would think that if it was like, but if it was, that's her character. Her character was getting shit-faced and head-butting on planes, that it wouldn't be a first defense. I mean, I guess you've got to have a first defense at some point, haven't you? You've got to start somewhere. Um, maybe it will become her character the first time you headbutt people on an Emirates flight. Out of character. Seventh or eighth, don't know why they've not banned you, that it's like, this This is what we've come to expect from this person. Uh, so people are kind of like, oh, sir, it's um, Burton. Yeah. Um, good looking, bit bitey. Yeah. Cute but psycho. I think that's what they. I think that's what they'd say. Guys, what else have we got? Uh, pigs break into quite animal uh, based uh, today. Pigs break into supermarkets, smash bottles, and help themselves to whiskey. See, look, this is. I don't know where this is in the world, but you know, this all this does is back up that one guy's tweet. You know about the two having the two dozen wild hogs, your feral hogs in your garden. You know that it's just suddenly appear in your garden you know, threatening your kids. you got two dozen wild hogs in your supermarket pilfering whiskey, I think that's a pretty reasonable argument for us all to have AR-15s. Do you not think? Shouldn't we all just... Why don't we just all have an AR-15? It's the law that you have to have it on you at all times. You know, you have to sleep with it next to you. If you sleep in a bed with a partner... With a spouse, you have to lay both your AR-15s in between the two of you, and you can kiss over the top, and you kiss the kiss them on the barrel, kiss them on the end of the barrel each night, and you have to make sure that it's loaded and safety off at all times. That spice things up a little bit, wouldn't it? You know, that would put the cat amongst the pigeons in the weather spoons on a Friday night. Yeah, you see who's arguing online after that, eh? We all know the story of Three Little Pigs, but it took a dramatically different turn when it played out in real life. A uh, gang of pigs go hog wild in a supermarket. Nice. That's on Brazzers. Okay. Uh, mother of two piglets escaped from their farm uh, and went for a night on the source in the Siberian city of Toyman. Pigs let loose in the snow before taking refuge from the cold in a local supermarket. Within minutes, the mother pig sniffed out the alcohol aisle and used her snout to knock over two bottles of cognac on the floor. Naturally. Why naturally? Well, who's writing, written this? Faye Brown. Okay. Uh, within, um, in the spirit of waste not want not, all the pigs began to lick up the mess as horrified shop staff called for help. You want to wrestle them goddamn hogs. That's what they're there for. Hogs be wanting to wrestle. Rustling. Uh, one customer complained, uh, is this a pigsty or a store, people? Uh, as the hogs help themselves to whiskey. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's quite a sassy remark for what is likely to be, I guess, I mean, maybe that's not an unusual incident in, in that part of Siberia. Maybe hogs are getting into shops all the time and it's just like, people are so fed up with it. There's, It's just outcry like, Shopkeepers need to do more to keep fucking hogs out of shops. I'm in there with my kid who's sick. He's got a gluten allergy. He's a pain in the ass, And I'm trying to get fucking buy him gluten-free pancakes so he'll shut up for five minutes. And these hogs are going hog wild in there, drinking whiskey, getting drunk and wrestling. 
You know, this is, is this a pigsty or a goddamn shop? I mean, you would only say that. Is this a pigsty or a store, people? I mean, it's like the literal translation from the Russian. You would only say that if it was something that had happened many, many times. Because if it was something that had only ever happened once, you'd go, fucking hell, there are pigs in here. Why the, what on earth is going on? Not like, oh, is it, what are you making pigs die in here? I don't know what accent's that. Anyway, one shopper had a bit more sympathy and joked, we all like a drink at this time of year. Uh, the breaking came during a week when most Russians take a long holiday for New Year and Orthodox Christmas Day. Staff eventually kicked out the pigs and uh, were later collected by their owner, according to local reports. Um, pigs may have a reputation for being greedy, uh, but they aren't the only animals who enjoy a, a big night on the sash. In 2017, an opossum broke into a shop in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, and proceeded to get hammered on bourbon. Uh, you might think that that would be lethal for a small animal, but the opossum uh, was able to handle the booze. Yeah, good. Good lad. Uh, it sobered up at the Emerald Coast Wildlife uh, Refuge and was later released unharmed. Sadly, now videos have recently emerged of the opossum uh, using the N-word on a Call of Duty stream in 2007. That's sad, isn't it? You know, when you, th you think someone's a hero... You know, you think someone's a legend and then everyone's got skeletons in the cupboard, haven't they? Everyone's got skeletons in the cupboard. Uh, right, let's have another bit. Uh, let's have this uh, Akov and Billiard. Uh, it's called The Syndicate. It's on It Brown.
Ladies and gentlemen, that was The Syndicate by A Carve and Billion. Uh, D has uh, spotted a, a bug um, in the app that for some reason the video uh, not showing uh, today uh, in the iPhone app, so I'll uh, look into that as soon as I finish the show. As, uh, I wonder why I changed some stuff around in the schedule yesterday, and uh, uh, maybe I've uh, done something... Something I shouldn't have. Anyway, it's you know it's all a learning curve. It's uh, uh, it's good to have people to you know, test this stuff out. You know, um, it's not perfect yet. You know, there's still work to be done, but uh, you know we're getting there. Okay, guys, thanks. Um, uh, a model, a model uh, is sending people uh, nudes uh, if they donate to the bushfires crisis. Um, God bless her. You know, listen, yeah, guys. Finally. Finally putting the vaginas to good use, you know? It, <laughs> somebody had to, after all this time, know what to do with it, you know? And finally, vagina being used for a good cause. <laughs> Since the bushfire crisis grabbed the nation and the world's attention, there have been lots of fundraisers launched to help those affected. Uh, celebrities uh, from the entertainment and sporting worlds have piled in millions of dollars, which will go a long way to helping people rebuild and strengthen our emergency services. Um, this is obviously written by an Australian. Uh, but one model has found a rather unique way to get people to donate. Uh, a lady going by the Twitter handle, The Naked Philanthropist, nice, uh, tweets, I'm sending nudes to every person who donates at least $10 uh, to one of those fundraisers for the wildlife in Australia. Every $10 you donate equals one nude picture from me to your DM. Uh, you must send me confirmation that you donated. Please retweet. Anyway, um, she's got 200,000 likes on that. Apparently, uh, I overheard at the co-working space yesterday uh, someone saying that she had raised... Um, oh, there it, here it is. It says it here. Uh, she's raised, raised $720,000. Um, I mean, from the picture here, I mean, she's clearly sending serious nudes as well like it's not just sort of i mean it's like close-ups of vag you know it's it's proper stuff you know it's top shelf material uh la-based uh kaylin ward has posted a message to her fans on twitter saying that if they donate at least a tenner she'll send a naked picture of herself to them she posted a massive list of places to donate and people who are keen uh and people who are keen on the deal have to show evidence that their transaction has gone through since uploading the fundraising technique, Kayleen has said that she has raised a whopping 720 grand. Now, that is one hell of a lot of nudes to have sent out. Uh, yeah, that's 7,200 nudes. Uh, that's a lot of nudes. I mean, you must have an army of people send. I mean, do you guess you're sending the same ones? I mean, probably not. I mean, that's a... Anyway, she says that the first few hours after the posting the message on Twitter, Mrs. Ward says that she was shocked by the tens of thousands of messages she received. Her original post has been retweeted, liked and commented more than 170,000 times. The LA-based content creator uh, revealed that one donor in particular pledged an incredible 50 grand and asked for 50 videos and pictures. That's, uh, that's quite a lot. Uh, the model explained that she wanted to get involved in the bushfire crisis after seeing a lack of media attention in America about it. Uh, while American media has covered it, while Australian media has covered it extensively, uh, Ms. Ward said that she couldn't work out why there wasn't much noise being made about it back home. But don't try to scam her because she is making note of all the donations that she's received. Uh, she wrote on her post, 
Uh, the fact that people use the same photo to fake a donation is disturbing. If you're that broke that you can't donate $10 to a good cause to literally save a burning company, but instead scam me out of a free nude, you are the lowest of the low. The lowest of the low. Uh, if you're keen on helping those affected by the bushfire but don't want or need a nude, uh, you can click here. I need nudes. Wesley, do you need nudes? I need nudes. We need nudes. Uh, not from this young lady. I want nudes from Lobster Crew. I want hairy, unbleached anuses of men in their 30s uh, that used to take a lot of uh, pills in the mid-noughties uh, that wear black t-shirts, a little bit overweight, and varying degrees of mental illness. That's that's who I want nudes from, guys. And I think I'm going to go out on a limb and say there are a few of them. <laughs> Listen, myself included. <laughs> They're the kind of news we want. You, like, how far do you think I'd get selling nudes for, for the bushfires? I think there'd probably be two, two, two or three of you who'd donate. I don't think you'd look at the nude. I think... Look, I'll, rank, look, I'll pay you so you don't... I'll pay you not to send it. How about, all right, here's a deal. Here's a good deal for you. Donate $10 to the bushfires or I'll send you nudes. Yeah? I'll send nudes to your family. Okay? I'll, yeah? Uh, th that and that threat goes out to everybody in the country. So listen, that so that should it really be seven hundred million, seven hundred million pounds now should get donated unless you want me to say look, you don't want my nudes. I'm 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 saying this now. You trust me, you don't. They are. It, uh, why is he doing that? Uh, why does it look like that? Oh, it's not supposed to... Oh, it's not supposed to be like that. What's he doing? Oh, no. Oh, oh that must hurt. Ah. You don't need that in your life, yeah? So what I'm saying is give some cash to the koalas, yeah? And give the cash to the koalas and they won't give you chlamydia. How about that? That's a good deal. Uh, this last, on the other hand, may well do. I don't know. Anyway, that's cool. That's a nice heartwarming story. I'd wonder whether or not Jen will be covering that on the on her positive energy show uh, at eleven o'clock today. I hope so. I do hope so. I think that 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 would be. I mean, it is, that is good news, right? You know that that is the free market, ladies and gentlemen. That is the beauty of the free market, right? Look, we need to raise a few quid for the koalas. Let's let's get our gashes out. You know, let's flog pictures of bums. Let's flog pictures of buttholes. Yeah, she can't. She can't be taking a fresh one every time. Although, I mean, I guess, I guess if you, I mean, you're doing it on DM, you could just take the picture there and then. You just basically, you just, you I mean, you'd have someone else on your account, and they're just coming in, ding, 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 and you just like, yep, uh, verify that, Cha ching, done. I mean, how many could you do a day? You could probably do a few. Th I mean, if you could get it down to maybe 30 seconds per nude, you know, then what, you do 120 an hour? <sighs> Still a lot. 10-hour day of that, and you're only at 1,000. She's at, She's been doing it, been doing it one every 30 seconds for 10 hours a day for a week. Hmm. I, I call shenanigans. I think she's, I, she's not a philanthropist. She's a liar. So how about that? 
no, well, well done, uh, naked philanthropist. You're, uh, you, you're doing, you're living your best life. Okay, you are living your best life, uh, guys. Let's have one more of these, th- <clears throat> one more of these throwers. Let's have Ma- uh, no, so not Mampy Swift. Distorted minds and inside info uh, with eight hundred. Uh, in reference to the 800 nudes that Inside Info has sold uh, to raise money uh, for a cow charity. Raise money for cats protection. God bless him. worked it out, D. It will require an update, though. Eight hundred by distorted minds and inside info.
you know, I'm milking that outro a little bit, I will say. You know, I mean, you know, but a little, little bit of a milk, little bit of a milk, but good record, I will say. Four Wesleys out of snips. Um, airport passengers stunned as man sitting on chair openly urinates onto floor. Um, he is giving no fucks in 2020. Uh, here he is. Um, he, it, wow, just piddling onto the floor. Just getting it done. That is wild. Wow. That is insane. He is. I mean, he could be ill. He could be um, uh, mentally handicapped, I guess. He. Um, I mean, that's kind of flexing on the mentally handicapped a little bit. Sorry, guys. That I mean, you know. It's, you know, plenty of you out there that wouldn't wouldn't do anything like that. Um, horrifying footage shows the moment a man urinates in an airport waiting area in plain sight, surrounded by other passengers. Man can be seen sitting in an airport terminal. Man can be seen sitting in the... I think Morgan Freeman's reading this. The man can be seen sitting in an airport terminal, spraying a fountain of urine onto the floor, seemingly unbothered by shocked passengers nearby. The man is wearing a gilet and what looks like a black top unzipped with his belly and chest on display. Uh, the video was posted on Instagram, uh, on, on the Instagram account, Passenger Shaming. That's a good Instagram account if you like people with really fucking disgusting feet on aeroplanes. Uh, on the 1st of January, captioned, Piss off 2019. <laughs> See you all next year. Yes, this is a passenger urinating in the terminal. To date, this has been viewed more than 29 Oh, sorry, 229,000 times, with many viewers asking why no one took action against the man. Uh, what should the action be? Suck him off? You know, just finish him, wipe the wipe the bell for him, go and mop it up, give him a slap. What should you start doing? Shout at him, you know? Drop F-bombs? Uh, one person asked, why isn't anyone doing anything about this? What? I mean, I just think that in... What would you... I don't know. What would... It's, it's very strange. I mean, maybe he's on, maybe he's drunk and on some sort of disassociative medication and he thinks he's at the urinal. People do that sort of stuff all the time in their own homes. They they go to sleep pissed up and then they get up in the night to go to the toilet and they go and like piss in the baby's pram. My, I, I don't know how to explain the relation, but anyway, some so a, a gentleman who used to be in my life that is no longer in my life due to a breakup of a family I was associated with. <laughs> um, he was his classic was to get shit faced, get up in the middle of the night, and then piss into the baby's pram, thinking it was a urinal. The baby wasn't in it; the baby was in the cot. But it happened a lot, so many times that they had to like pack the. If he was pissed, you have to pack the pram up and put it, uh, put it away somewhere. Um, then he'd just piss in the corner. I mean, it, it, it was, um, they, they had complex issues, this family. I'm, I'm glad I'm no longer associated with them. Um, another polled viewer wrote, uh, what in the world would possess anyone to behave this way? Just not giving a fuck, man. Just, why not? Just He's just letting it fly. Who cares, you know? Maybe that's the dad of the girl who has gone to prison um, for, uh, for being a good times girl. Uh, other viewers were bemused, uh, were more bemused than outraged by the foul act. What a slob, one wrote. What a chav. Uh, gotta love the general public. 
Uh, only three days into the new year, and passengers have already called out fellow travellers on a string of disgusting behaviours. In another recent post on Twitter, a Twitter video shames a Delta Airlines passenger who uses the in-flight touchscreen uh, with bare feet to select the onboard entertainment. There was another guy pissing on a plane. He was just sat in the seat, and he was doing the same technique. Uh, he was just pissing, uh, what, actually, while on the plane. Do they have that? No. Who's this? Barrymore? Uh-oh. Stuart Lubbock's horrific injuries and why Barrymore left the scene. Yeah, I tell you what, if you ever want to really... I can't remember what it was called, but there was an awful, a very depressing documentary about the whole Barrymore thing with the, the dad of the guy that died, of him just sort of trying to get justice and not being able to and never really knowing what happened. Ugh. Anyway, guys, it's the end of the show. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, guys, you're listening to Coffee and Memes and Threshold uh, Firm, and this is the end of the show. The um, the Power Gen, you, you, you're aware of her work? She's, she's my friend, she's your friend. Uh, she's the hero that we need, but we do not deserve. Uh, she's up at 11, so look, go and make yourself another cup of coffee. Start your work, you know, do a couple of hours of solid work, then you'll deserve a two-hour break, which will take you through until lunch. So there you go. Power Jen's up at 11. Gold Top at 8 o'clock tonight. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Um, there seems to be mixed reports of how the uh, new early time is working out uh, for people in general. Uh, so, you know, up to you. Oh, Frisk has, has reared his ugly head after God knows uh, how, how long. He's been hiding, I don't know, in a cupboard, in another room. Um, he's been hiding in the temple on Epstein's Island. Who knows? Uh, Guys, I love you. God bless you. I will see you tomorrow. Goodbye.